Peace. Good morning. It's yours truly, MC Spice. And of course, um, at 10 o'clock, you know what we do here on the Blackberry Morning Show. What we do is we invite our very talented, brilliant, intelligent attorney, Sandy Moore, who is our resident legal analyst and um, who also keeps me in check on the shady Lolo. Trust me. I'll be like, yo, I do this. I do that. Don't, yeah, I, don't, don't do that because so she keeps me on my toes. But listen, today we're talking about ride sharing safety tips and stories. Now, I say ride sharing as a blanket, but you know exactly what, I'm, what I mean. Because right now there's only two of them, I think. So I don't want to. Well, actually, I can say the name because there's some things with Uber. And there's some things with Lyft that uh, have actually uh, been problematic, especially with the whole the whole new um, Uber car that was self-driving and, and killed somebody. But in either case, this one right here is about a parent who uh, actually, Attorney Sandy Moore may be able to set this up better for me. Can, can okay. you? All right, so there's a lady outside of, um, well, in New Orleans, and um, she's actually a rapper. Her rap name is Game Over Reedy. Her real name is Riona Oliver. She's 27 years of age, and she has a five-year-old child. And one morning last month, she called um, Lyft um, and put her five-year-old in the car, and uh, basically they were supposed to be going on his way to school. Instead, the Lyft driver drives straight to the police station and reports the mother and the mother is then charged with a child abandonment and um, so now she's facing charges and she's been arrested so the question looms whether or not the Uber driver should have actually taken the child in now Uber and Lyft uh, both have regulations that are similar that says that minors cannot drive, drive or be driven unaccompanied uh, in, they only can be accompanied by an adult. Um, in this case, the, the mother was not going with the child, and I don't understand why uh, the driver of that lift did not refuse service. Um, so at this juncture, she's facing charges, but many people do use these types of, 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 of services, driving services, as, um, you know, basically after-school activity, um, transportation, and those types of things, but it is against the law. Goodness gracious. So, so my thing is, should a parent be held negligent for allowing a child of a certain age to, to hop into an Uber or Lyft alone? Well, I mean, it's going to be a debate because technically, who was at fault here? The, Uber, the Lyft driver actually did something wrong. He went against his own policy and took the child in the car and, and he drove the child not to school but to the police station. So number one, he it was against policy that he did that. He should have prevented the mother from, from from putting the child in the car, he should have said this is against the law or that this is against our policy. He uh, allegedly did none of those things, um, and that basically uh, the you know the police you know didn't hold him you know to any responsibility. So I think that the burden is on both, and I believe that this uh, this rapper did not understand. I mean, there was no policies listed or posted, um, so if she was not understanding that. Um, I don't know how she could be held liable. And the crime that she's 
been charged for, you know, that's a serious crime that, you know, goes to child welfare and it indicates that the child was put in a hazardous and dangerous position in which the child under 10 could not defend himself or reasonably defend himself against. And I don't know that that reaches that threshold. All right. We're, we're talking about rideshare programs, the dangers, the safety tips and the stories. If you've had any issues, you know, uh, we have a, a, our resident um, legal analyst in the house with us, attorney Sandy Moore. And um, if you're just listening, a lady was arrested for putting her son in an Uber and the Uber driver, as opposed to bringing the kid to school, dropped them off to the police station of all the things. <clears throat> now the mom has been arrested. I've always wanted to say our resident legal analyst, attorney Sandy Moore, is with us this morning. But I'm not going to say it in that radio voice because I don't have a radio voice. Now, <laughs> we're talking about ride-sharing programs, um, safety tips, the stories. Now, if you did, uh, you're just listening in, we were talking about a young lady who got arrested for putting her son in an Uber, um, car, uh, an Uber, sending him to school. That Uber driver dropped the kid off to the police station instead. Mom got arrested. Uh, that was a double whammy. Um, yeah. They're gonna have to. Cons- they're gonna have to. I think they, they're gonna have to post those policies somewhere. No one's gonna put want to put those stickers on their doors. But sooner or later, your door's gonna have to look like a real taxi. Sooner or later, you're not gonna just be driving around like a limo. Um, so, um, attorney Sandy Moore, at what age should a child be able to participate in a rideshare program alone? Well, I mean, there are some rideshare programs that cater to to mothers, stay-at-home moms, uh, teachers, nannies, those types of things. And they're specific. There's one out of um, San Francisco named Shuttle, and that's supposed to be going national as well. But there are companies that um, are specific for children. So it's not about the age. It's about um, which uh, which company offers that. And, and right now, Lyft and Uber, their policies are very clear that services are not offered to unaccompanied minors. Although I can say that those things do occur and they are, the children are driven to their soccer game and not to their uh, to the police station. So that has occurred. I guess this particular Uber driver um, decided to go to the police station. But, you know, there are other, you know, concerning things as well. I mean, here in um, Massachusetts, there was a U- Uganda and um, citizen arrested um, in April uh, for two counts of sexual assault. There was a young lady that um, he, I guess she got into his Uber um, and then when he stopped the car, she ran out as he alleges uh, he that she jumped out of the car leaving her purse. He then calls uh, Uber and says, oh, well, you know, I, um, I this lady left her purse and then later on he was arrested for sexual assault. So um, that's in Waltham, Mass. And um, wow. ICE is now detaining him, obviously. Uh, but we'll see what unfolds. I mean, everyone's innocent till proven guilty. However, the young lady did go immediately to the hospital and there'll be a rape kit. And I'm sure that other things will be seen. What I found fascinating about that is he actually, um, someone, I don't know if it was CNN or some um, outlet, was able. they were able to get him on the phone for a telephone interview. And, and what he said, at least what was printed, doesn't seem to make a whole bunch of sense, but I don't know if there, there was an interpretive services 
there, I really don't know. But I would always say to anyone, you need to exercise your right to remain silent. And in layman's terms, that means to hush, be quiet, say nothing. Right on. And, um, but uh, he decided to talk to this new, news outlet, and I'm not sure what's going to happen with this particular case. Goodness gracious! Ride-sharing programs and and the the dangers of them, the stories, um, and of course the safety tips. We're talking um, to our resident legal analyst, Attorney Sandy Moore. This is the Blackberry Morning Show. Um, you know, a light bulb just went off in my head about ride-sharing programs as it relates to children. I mean, we know that school is closed in the summertime, right? Hmm, why aren't these multi-billion dollar school transportation companies saying, hey, let's buy a fleet of cars and we can bring children uh, wherever they got to go during the summer months or actually anytime. It, what if the school, uh, what, what do you think about an idea like that? Well, I do think that some schools and some of the companies that are contracted to do transportation do transport during the summer. It just depends on who the school contracts to do those things. But you often will see a school bus full of children in the middle of July or something like that because they, it's been contracted with a particular school to do that. No, no. I mean, the, some school bus drivers actually driving private cars that appear, you know, that look like an Uber car, but is actually controlled by a, 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 a school. Uh, bus system or something or company I mean what I'm saying is that's some extra money they could make you, and so then parents won't have to worry about being arrested by Uber or Lyft it will actually be uh, something that has to go through I don't know it's just the light bulb that went off in my head yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. well mm-hmm. Uh, ride sharing programs there is a mother who was arrested do not be a mother or father arrested for putting your child in an uber thinking it's all hunky dory because it's not the guy was supposed to take the child to school he took him to the police station mom got arrested and as they say in brooklyn then whoop de whoop whoop de whoop if you are just tuning in we were talking earlier about a young lady a rapper Oh, no, her, her, her rap name is um, Game Over Reedy. <laughs> well, <laughs> guess what? I wonder if when the police call her, if that's what they said. <laughs> I don't know, but she, she is a bounce rapper, so uh, Game Over Reedy is her name. Well, so Game Over Reedy sent her son in an Uber to school. You know, trying to make her son look better than everybody else's kid. No, I'm going to stop. But, um... The kid shows up. Instead of going to school, the kid goes to the police station. The Uber driver was like, yo, this lady broke the law. She put this kid in the car with me. And I don't know, this kid's stranger, danger. And the police call mom, finds mom. I don't know what they do, but they go and arrest mom on the spot. And uh, and she's basically going to have to go through the motions with that. Do not put your child in a car with anybody from Uber. And in any case... I I wouldn't put my child in the car with anybody unless they're about 15 or 20 years old. I'm letting you know that right now. My kid ain't been in the car with nobody but us. We don't do that. So I don't care how good of a driver you are. I don't care if you're my mother, my father. No driving my child unless I'm in the car. So in either case, that's what we're still discussing. And I have one question, one more question to ask before we close this out. Uh, Attorney Sandy Moore. What 
are some safety tips for consumers who frequently uh, use these ride-sharing programs? Well, I think the most important thing is that you download their policies and the terms and use agreements so that you understand and you familiarize yourself with all of those policies. Now, because of the 103 assault cases that were reported in the last four years, the CNN did a study on uh, with regard to some of these programs, um, they have actually instituted some other things and they're getting ready to do some more. So when you call this type of uh, service, you want to make sure that you match up the license plate and the description of the car. In one such case where there was a rape, um, when the woman approached the car, she noticed that the license plate and the car description was off and she inquired of the driver and the driver then said, oh, my other car got some damage. Being too trusting, she said, well, she accepted that excuse, got into the car and unfortunately was victimized. Um, But the one thing you want to do is just walk away. If the car uh, description does not match up, if the license plate doesn't match up, just walk away so that you're not putting yourself in a position of peril. You can always call another one um, as well. Um, The other thing that they're trying to implement is right within the app, they want to put a 911 call area so that you can actually call 911 for the app as well as putting into the app a way that you can stay in contact with other persons during the ride so you can discuss uh, what's going on during the ride and that sort of thing. So there are some things that they're putting in place after being sued multiple times. Um, There have been a number of actions of millions and millions of of cases, uh, well, millions and millions of dollars settlements with cases um, dealing with these types of things. Um, One of the problems is is that Uber and Lyft, um, you know, that they're tightening up now on their background checks. um, I think Uber has vowed to do annual background checks. So before they weren't doing them annually because you can have a crime in between the time you submitted um, and, and that would never show up on your background check and you continue to drive. So you want to make sure that, that, that the company that you are dealing with has annual background checks. I know some of the companies, I believe Uber or Lyft, has fingerprinting um, in New York. Now, now some don't. Now, not every company fingerprints, but that's something that they're trying to add, I believe, as things move forward. Because um, taxi drivers have, they're a little bit more vetted uh, with the fingerprinting and that sort of thing. So I think that Uber is now getting to that. Um, getting to that place as well. All right. There it is. You heard it from our resident legal analyst, the attorney, Sandy Moore, um, and we were talking about ride-sharing safety tips. Thank you so much, attorney Sandy Moore, for um, coming up again. We really appreciate you. My pleasure. All right. This is the BlackBerry Morning Show.